What's going on, y'all? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to a very cold and very exciting Friday edition of the NFL Rundown. Cold here in Austin, Texas. Got down below freezing, but thankfully, we still have power, unlike this time last year. But today, going to go over all four of the divisional round playoff games in the NFL this weekend. We're going to pick winners. Because that's just what we do here on the show. Quick rundown, that's why it's called the NFL Rundown. So here we go, diving right in. Saturday, 3.30 Eastern, you got the four-seed Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the number one seed in the AFC, Tennessee Titans. I picked the Bengals last week to beat Las Vegas, and I went out on a limb and picked the Cincinnati Bengals to win the AFC. I honestly love the way that Joe Burrow is playing right now. I think Cincinnati's offense is a very, very underrated unit. I'm a little nervous about this game, though. Because the Tennessee Titans are playing just about as good as anyone in the league. At least they were. They had last week off and got to rest when Cincinnati had to go play. And Cincinnati, or excuse me, uh, Tennessee is getting Derrick Henry back. And if anyone has ever listened to this show before and knows my thoughts on Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is a grown man. Derrick Henry has been out since week nine, and he is a major aspect of that offense. And the Titans were still able to win 12 games without him and look very, very strong. So if Derrick Henry can get rolling, depending on how much rust there is, Tennessee's probably going to win this game. That's I wish there was more to this one, but there's just not a whole lot really more to say. Cincinnati allowed 12 yards per carry against the Raiders. So if Derrick Henry can get rolling, Tennessee will win this game. But I cannot jump off my pick for Cincinnati yet to win and come out of the AFC. So I'm going to go on record and say that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to keep the Tennessee Titans offense on the sideline. They're going to be efficient. They're going to run down the clock for the entire game. And they're going to end up winning this one by four points. I'll be honest, I'm not super confident about that pick, but I can't jump off the bandwagon now faced with a little adversity. So I'm sticking by it. Cincinnati by four. The late game on Saturday. I love these Saturday-Sunday matchups. Again, NFL, please just do this all year long. Please give us Saturday football all year long. But congratulations to Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers for slugging it out and pulling out a win against the Cowboys last week. Congrats. You guys get to go to Lambeau Field and face Aaron Rodgers, who's been sitting and waiting, getting healthy. In January, a road game at night in Lambeau Field. Whew, that one's rough. The key to this game is the San Francisco offense. Jimmy Garoppolo is averaging 8.5 yards per passing attempt. So efficiency is going to be the key here. If they can get 
Debo Samuel, because the man can do anything. Just give him the ball. If they can efficiently get him the ball, lining him up at wide receiver, he can run the ball, he can end around screens, you know, whatever, because he's becoming a force in the NFL. If they can efficiently get him the ball and run the football, because the Green Bay Packers defense is actually ranked last against the run. So efficiency, running the ball, Lambeau Field at night, cold game, could very well be a physical running type atmosphere. If they can be efficient, they can win this game. But the man on the other side of the field, Aaron Rodgers, is not touted as one of the greatest to ever play the game for no reason. And these are the kind of situations and matchups that he thrives in. San Francisco has a really, really strong pass rush. And if they can get pressure, then yeah, they have a chance to win the game. But the key to this is going to be San Francisco's offense and limiting the amount of time that Aaron Rodgers is on the field. And when he is on the field, you better hope that your defense can keep them out of the end zone. Field goals, stop drives, but field goals at at, at best. Because if they get rolling and start scoring touchdowns, San Francisco, I don't think as efficient as they can be, I don't think they will be able to go toe-to-toe in a shootout because Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco offense is not a splash play, big play offense. They are an efficient, move-the-chains, methodical, long-sustained drive type offense, and that's just not going to cut it if Aaron Rodgers gets hot. Ultimately, I do think that Aaron Rodgers... And the Green Bay Packers win this matchup. I think it could be much closer than people think, though. I've seen a lot of people pick the Packers. I'm going to also take the Packers here by seven. Moving on to the Sunday games. Two o'clock Central Time. uh, Three o'clock Eastern. You got the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Tampa to take on my Buccaneers and one Tomothy Brady. This is another one that I think it boils down to one simple factor, and I wish there was more going on in this game than than this, but I, in my gut, I really do feel that the playoff hopes and dreams of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at this point are hinging on the health of Tristan Wirfs' ankle. For those that don't know, if you didn't catch the episodes uh, earlier this week, Tristan Wirfs, all-pro left tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, last week during the game suffered an ankle injury, went out for a few plays, went to the locker room, came back, and tried his hardest. You could see he was in physical pain, a lot of physical pain on the sideline, but tried to play through it, went in for one play, Got beat real bad, gave up a sack on a third down, and that was it. All this week, he's been in a walking boot and not practicing. Tampa Bay has had the most stable offensive line over the last two years. Uh, They have combined the five starters, Ryan Jensen and Ali Marpet, those guys up front, have 
essentially not missed any games the last two years. It's been a solid unit, and it is the key to keeping Brady upright and this offense moving. When they're playing well, the Bucks can beat anyone. Without Tristan Wirfs, though, I think it's going to be very, very difficult to get a run game going. I think it's going to be very, very difficult to keep the Rams' defense, the up front, Aaron Donald and company. They are a very, very good pass rushing team. They've got guys up there that can get around just about anyone. And even with Tristan Wirfs, it was probably going to be a difficult time. So we will see. It'll be a game-time decision on Tristan Wirfs. Again, I really wish there was a lot more to this matchup than that, but I think that's what it comes down to. I really, really do. The Rams are an efficient offense and can be explosive. They get the run game going. They got guys like Cooper Cup and Odell that have come on as of late. Matthew Stafford looks efficient with the football, not really turning the ball over. The Bucs have a really, really strong defense. They're finally healthy. I don't know if they're going to be able to get a strong pass rush on him and get a lot of pressure on him because Matthew Stafford is one of the better quarterbacks playing against the Blitz. He's very, very efficient. He can get the pocket, get the ball out of the pocket quickly. He can move around a little bit back there when he needs to. So I think, unfortunately, it's going to come down to the Tampa Buccaneer offensive line's ability to get that healthy and, and, and keep Brady upright. Because we all seen what Brady, what happens to Brady when he's under pressure. Like any quarterback, he struggles. The only time he looks his age and looks mortal. So with Tristan Wirfs in the game, I'm going to give the Bucks probably like a 65% chance of winning this game. So I'll say the Bucks win by five with Tristan Wirfs. Without him, I'm still going to pick the Bucks, but only by one. I don't feel confident about that pick either. If the Rams win this game, it would not shock me. And the last matchup that we've got on Sunday night, excuse me, Sunday afternoon, evening, uh, it is a 5.30 central time uh, game, 6.30 Eastern. You got the Bills traveling to the two-seed Kansas City Chiefs. And this one's honestly probably the most intriguing matchup of the entire weekend. I'm really, really looking forward to this game because as of late, the Kansas City Chiefs have started slow. And as of late, the Buffalo Bills come out of the gate screaming. I mean, just look at what they did to the New England last week. If anyone can go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen and that explosive offense that they showed last week, and they, we all know that Josh Allen can do, it is future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. We all know what Kansas City can do when they're playing well. But as of late, the first quarter has been a bit of a slow start for Kansas City. And Buffalo just comes out, like I said, screaming. So what's it look like on the other side? What do the defenses look like? Well, Kansas City's defense is ranked 27th in the league. I'm going to say that again. Kansas City's defense is ranked 27th in the league. 
Buffalo is number one. So if Kansas City starts slow and is forced to have to try and come from behind, again, Patrick Mahomes, future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes can do it. We've seen him do it plenty of times. We've seen him do it in the playoffs. But it's going to be really, really tough against a Buffalo Bills defense that is really strong and a team that on offense has been coming out the gate real fast and putting up a lot of points, essentially scoring at will. So I'm going to pick the upset here. It's shocking, but I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills to go into KC and knock out the defending AFC champs. And I say they're going to do it by 10. Come at me. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I changed my Twitter handle this week uh, to make it a little more easy. It is at that BC Sanchez. Again, I am on Twitter at that BC Sanchez. If you want to tell me how much of an idiot I am for picking the teams that I picked Cincinnati, you know, by all means, I'd love to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is uh, these these are some really really exciting games. It's going to be really cold this weekend here in Austin, so I think we're probably just going to hang out at the house and load up on football Saturday and Sunday tomorrow and Sunday. It's it's, it's going to be great. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Again, took a really long hiatus. We were the only. NFL podcast with enough guts to drop our first episode after the regular season ended. <laughs> uh, so we'll definitely keep some more episodes coming out for the rest of the way. We'll be back on Monday to recap the games and and, and check how we did with our picks. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Anyways, I'm going to get out of here, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. We're available on Spotify, on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and of course, signalpointmedia.com. I am Brian Sanchez again on Twitter at that B C Sanchez. If you want to get at me, we'll see y'all around. Enjoy the games. One love.